back, everybody. It's another episode of Touch by Horse. I'm your co-host, Chris Angel, and I'm here with your host today, Chantel White. Hello, Chantel. Hi, Chris. Great to see you. Great to see you, too. I'm looking yes. forward to this. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited to... I, I love the work you're up to in the world, so I can't wait to mm-hmm. unpack that for everybody. Uh, maybe give me some backstory for you. Like, uh, who are you? What do you do? What, what do you specialize in? Some right. Back. Okay, sure. Um, so my name is Chantelle White. A um, bit of background about me, I guess, is um, I am, am a healer and an empath. Um, I'm very intuitive. I'm a highly feeling person. So um, that created a lot of confusion for me growing up, Ooh, Yeah. you, you know, um, because I seem to kind of sense things that maybe other people didn't. And I wasn't really sure about that. It really um, was a confusing time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that, uh, ended up, um, taking me trying to figure out how, how to, do I fit into the world? Um, and I struggled with lots of things with that, you know, one was body image and weight obsession and mm-hmm. trying to figure out, you know, on the outside, um, you know, how I would fit in rather than figuring out who I was on the inside. Um, so yeah, it was a struggle and it seems to be a struggle that I see in a lot of people um, yeah. that are maybe more sensitive. Uh, so that's a little bit about me, I guess. <laughs> do you remember as a kid, do you remember, um, obviously as a kid, you wouldn't have said empath, but how, no, how did no. it feel? How did you, what was your experience like as a kid? Uh, you know, I just, I, and rather than, you know, like taking things from a logical place or, um, you know, what they teach in school, I was really sensing and feeling things um, that maybe weren't um, weren't really taught, you know. So I would f- I would feel other people's stuff, for instance, you know, like if somebody was sick sick next to me or sad next to me, I I felt those things, and it was really confusing because lots of times I just thought it was mine, you know. I wasn't really sure oh, what that right. was, you know. Right, right. How would you know if like you're picking up on their their stuff? You're just all of a sudden yeah. have a feeling, and how easy it is to, especially when you're a kid, to not understand and make sense yeah. of it. So you, when you, when you're a kid and you don't understand, you just take it on your, as your own thing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, so there was that, and then there was a the confusion of kind of, um, I would know things before they happened, you know, mm-hmm. and like that would freak me out because I mean, there's a lot of, um, right. you know, I grew up in a, a religious home, you know, but also a spiritual home, you know, so I got both the best of both worlds, I guess, in some ways, but, um, you know, religion often teaches that that's bad. Right. So then, um, I kind of started thinking that that was not a good place to be. So I was hiding it a lot. You know, I wasn't sharing what I was feeling and sensing. Not to mention that I think culturally showing feelings for a long time in our history has been a not an okay thing. And I think that's Absolutely. shifting now. I think, I think in the last couple of decades, maybe that's starting to become, there's a new conversation happening, but definitely right. as a kid, like showing feelings, it, even if it was culturally acceptable to show feelings around your peers in school would yeah. make you the outcast and the weirdo and nobody, wa- no kid wants to be that person. No, no, absolutely not. You know, I was shy to begin with. And mm. so, you know, um, mm. that I didn't want to stand out in any way. Yeah. Um, and that would, you know, you huh. don't share those things. You, I mean, I think it's just an instinctive thing um, that kids figure out pretty quick. You don't, there's just yeah. certain things you don't share. 
Um, right. and, and, um, you know, with bullying in school and stuff like that, you, you don't, you don't show any, uh, vulnerability and it's taught to be weakness. If you cry, even for girls, you know, not just guys. Right. Um, so, um, uh, yeah, it does get to be confusing. I know there's lots of messages out there, but you know, whether people actually really truly believe it is it takes a while to shift that. Um, that it's okay to feel and it's okay to cry. Right. And it's okay to be sensitive. And yeah. Was there a time when you started to um, see it more as a, a strength and a superpower than a, than a weakness? Um, it wasn't actually till adulthood. And I would say uh -huh. the big shift started happening when I started taking um, the equine gestalt coaching method. That's when mm. it really started. Mm. I started seeing more people like me and that I wasn't really the only one and I wasn't a weirdo or, you know, some yeah. kind of, you know, I don't know, <laughs> a mutation or something. Right. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. I just felt so out of place in so many situations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was, uh, definitely through the program that I think I was able to accept that, you know, I could use it as a gift and, and right. it was a good thing yeah. right. Especially when working with people. Right. That's when it's um, really helpful. Yeah. Like describe that. Cause I, I think for somebody who, um, well, I think we can say that your one of your um, audiences or, or part of the tribe that you, that you're building is for healers and empathic people, sensitive souls who, yeah. um, uh, are very supportive. They, and if they don't get to the spot where they can see it as a, as a strength, then yep. what happens is they'll live the rest of their life sort of hiding yes. because they don't want to be seen or uh, as the weirdo, they don't want to be outcast from their community. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so what does yeah, it look like? So, so what it looks like, well, obviously um, the horses are a big part of the work. Mm. And as yeah. you know, you've, you've interviewed on this right. uh, quite a bit. So the horses, um, by nature see us you know they see not our physical being but our, our true being and who we really are and um they immediately accept us and um mm -hmm. i think that's what allows people who have been so guarded and and had to put up the wall of protection to start realizing that hey you know what i don't really have to be this and i can be seen i've had some some people actually be uh, petrified to be with the horses because they know the horses see them and they've been so close or so um, guarded in their in their life that it's really hard to be seen for who they are yeah um, so but once they start working with the horses in that way and start willing being willing to drop that down they start seeing that you know it could be a gift a lot of them don't like it I mean when you don't know how to guard yourself or how to have boundaries around that, you know, boundaries are a really important thing, not just physically, you know, and, but in an energetic way, not, not allowing that to affect you um, all the time. Right. They, they, they are able to come from more of a powerful place and, and create a life that they want and accepting, you know, accepting yeah. who they are. Yeah. I think, um, there is a moment where if you've lived your life and you've never really been seen because you've yeah. kind of been putting on the facade because you, yes. you're terrified somebody would actually see you that the first moment, if it's with a horse yeah. or whatever, but the first moment that you're actually seen would be this moment of like possibility, like new things open up and you yeah. could actually feel yourself instead of feeling the hiding, you'd yes. feel like the wholeness of 
Yeah, absolutely. The, the wholeness of who you are and, and you're able to move forward in life in such yeah. a, an authentic way rather than, mm-hmm. you know, a way of where you think you have to be or you should yeah. be. Or, right. um, yeah, it's, it's beautiful to watch people do that. What does life look like? That, so take me to like what life looks like for a sensitive soul on the other side of um, setting boundaries and, you know, living in their strength. Right. But, but still like still honoring who they are. We're not saying yeah. you guys should all go out and be extroverts now. We're just right? Right. like, but there is <laughs> this. <of> them <laughs> right. I think sometimes that's how people construe it. They're like, oh, well, are you saying I have to go like network and be like out there? And yeah. I think there's a way to honor who you are, right. but also move forward in power. Yeah, absolutely. It, yeah. What does it look like? Well, I mean, the biggest thing, I think, you know, the deepest wounding of all of us is not being seen or heard or understood, right? Mm -hmm. And so when we start seeing ourselves and understanding ourselves and hearing ourselves, Mm -hmm. then we are able to walk in a more, I I guess, for lack of a better term, confident way in life. And and it is really about um, moving forward in life the way that feels right for you rather than moving forward in life the way that you think you have to um, in order to, you know, survive or to be accepted. You start uh, being more accepting of yourself and and then um, your qualities, you know, like it's like, well, just because the world world is doing this this way doesn't mean that I have to you know, I can honor myself. Maybe I, I want to unplug for two days and I don't want to talk to anybody for two days. I need to recharge Mm. and that's okay. Hmm. Whereas before sometimes they felt forced to be out there. Or guilty for recharging. Yeah, absolutely. I can't take time off to do something for me or whatever. I think also my wife's an empath and I think that, Mm -hmm. um, she's, she's become very good at setting boundaries and taking as much time as she needs to, um, we call it getting back to zero. Like, you know, your energy is neutral versus things can deplete her energy pretty quick and take her to negative energy. Yeah, absolutely. She just, she can feel when she balances out and Mm -hmm. she's ready to go into whatever's next, but yeah. Well, and that's where it comes to honoring yourself, you know, and And I think so many people are scared that if you honor yourself, then somehow you're being selfish and you're, you're taking away from the world. And I mean, right. in particular, people who are sensitive or healers or empaths and the, the, the big role that they play is to help others and support others, right. yet it becomes overextended because they give themselves up and then there's really nothing right. left. Them, right? Yes. Yeah. I see a lot of the binary thinking. Well, it's like, it's either this or it's that, right? It's either yeah. I, I hide and, and protect myself or yes. I give and give and give until I burn, I'm burned out. And, and, yeah. But I always like both and. It's like, you can, yeah. you can have both. You can protect yourself and you can serve others. Well, yeah. And when you're, you're serving from a really deep honoring of yourself, that's really showing people how to be, you know? Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's by leading by example. Um, and I think you come from a better place. It's not a depleted place. It's not a place of fear. Some of that's so fear driven. I have to give or nobody's going to like me. I have to give or I'm not going to be accepted. And, and it's just not true. You know, I see so many women that I've worked with, um, they've been in toxic, um, abusive relationships Mm -hmm. because they've, somehow have come up with this idea that others are more important than them. And so 
and they become almost fixers and you know people pleasers and and that doesn't really come from a place of really honoring themselves or coming from their their power it comes from a depleted place and yeah. giving their power away yeah i think sometimes i, I would imagine I, i'm not wired this way so i can only imagine right. but my intuition would say that um if i haven't discovered my power yet as yeah. a sensitive soul yeah um that fixing mm -hmm. um and helping yeah um gives me this false sense of power yeah. It does. It right. does. But it's one. It's another way of hiding, Chris. Mm. Actually, you know, it is mm. really interesting. I had, it, I've had so many. You know, like because I'm not out there teaching. I'm out there guiding and and yeah. learning just as much as um, the individuals out there from the horses. It's just a beautiful way to work. And um, it was actually a 12 year old. She blew me away. She said, you know, she was so depleted and she just was um, exhausted all the time. And I, and, you know, I started questioning her why, well, cause I care about everybody and I'm listening to everybody. And, mm. you know, like it starts early for people. It starts yeah. really early. Like I've talked mm. to people and it like right from childhood, that was mm. their belief system. You know, they had to be there to hold everybody up and mm. fix everything and take care of everything. And, mm. and so I had her walk around the pen um, with my one little mare Zoe and she was carrying all these rocks I had her pick up all the rocks of everything she's carrying mm. around for everybody mm. and I said she would carry them around and you know the horse was trying to nudge her to let some of it go and she just <laughs> wouldn't you know she just yeah. kept walking around I said geez that's got to be getting mm. heavy for you she's like yep it is it's getting really heavy for me and I'm like well you know you can let it go at any time so she threw one rock and I said okay what was that well the lies that everybody tells me about myself I'm like okay cool it's good to let go of the lies mm. You know, we believe in so many of them. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then I said, what about the other ones? Well, I can't let them go. I said, why? She goes, because then I have to look at my own pain. Oh, wow. 13 years old? Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's amazing. I know. Wow, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they blow me away. Like nine-year-olds come up with the just craziest stuff, you know. So, um, hmm. yeah, it's, it's really, I think it is a way of, in a, it's a way of protecting themselves, right? Yeah. And not being seen. Well, if I'm caring for everybody else, mm. then it's all yeah. about them and it's not about me. And then I don't have to look at myself and I don't have to, you know, start stepping up and being seen. You know, I just had another girl, the same thing. She was really stuck and one horse wouldn't move with her. And I just kept asking her, well, what is it? Why, why aren't you going to step into this confidence? That's what she was working for. Mm -hmm. She goes, well, you know, the belief was that she didn't matter. So I said, well, you know, we worked on that. She got smiling and happy and her, her whole being changed. And then you could just see her go like this again. She shrunk right back into, you know, her old pattern. I said, well, why'd you do that? Well, you know, I, I just don't know. It's an old habit and I just don't want to step up. And I said, well, why? Mm -hmm. She goes, well, then I'll be seen. Mm -hmm. And so that's the big thing. There's a big fear in these mm -hmm. people. They just don't want to be seen and stood out, you know, and that's part of maybe being an introvert. It's part of being a healer and an empath. Mm -hmm. Yet when they step into it, you can just see them light up. And that's how, you know, everybody in this world, not just empaths and healers, right. but everybody right. in this world lights up um, the world as being themselves, right? and being willing to be seen. What's, um, it's, I think it's hard to see this when you're in the, when you're stuck in the shadow of it all. Yeah, it uh, is. But what is, um, what's in it for them to get to the other side of that? Because 
if, if what's in it is I have to be seen and, and I'm stuck in the shadows and I don't want to be seen, then I never change. But yeah, you've seen enough people, your own story and in other people's story, you've seen what happens yeah. what's in it for them on the other side of getting yeah. out of that shadow. Well, I would say that it's freedom is a big one. You know, um, there's a huge sense of relief and freedom from not only being stuck and hiding, because it's not a good feeling, you know, it's yeah. not like I'm just going to unplug and recharge. This is right. like, I can't be out in the world. Like it's, I, I just can't manage and handle it, you know? Um, they have a sense of freedom and a, a sense of really true connection, not just to, you know, themselves, but to everybody around them. They're able to be more open hearted and um, there's just a healthier way of being for them. Do you find like as people start to step into that healthier way of being that there's actually a moment where they start to choose the things they want and live the life they kind of yeah. have yeah. never thought was possible, but always wanted kind of a thing? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you can't really live um, the life that you're here to live and, and with the vision that you want, you know, there's all these big dreams, but mm -hmm. if you're in hiding or, you know, you're not wanting to be out in the world and you're not really then looking at what it is that you want for yourself, you know, it's always about others. So, you know, that's been a big question even for myself this year. And it's shocked me that I haven't even asked myself, like, you know, like at this age that I haven't asked myself, like, what do I want? What do I need? You know, um, what is it that I desire in my life? And, and um, I think mm -hmm. once you're able to just work through all that stuff, that's kind of clouding you from it. You, you are able to step yeah. into your life. Wow. It's so amazing. I love that. Um, I just love that. Cause I feel like it's a hard question to answer. What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? Yeah. It's really hard to answer if, if what I want represents fear and yeah, um, being seen and being, judged yeah. and being yeah but if but if in 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 this conversation i think we're just exposing that you know it doesn't have to be that way when when no. you step into who you are and your power like you actually get to live a life that feels free yeah and self-expressed yeah. and with lots of acceptance lots of love it's yeah. the interesting thing right now you know in marketing it's funny to see that uh the way the way i teach marketing is people to be authentic transparent yeah. it's yeah. fascinating because the minute you start to step out from behind your mask, yeah, other people feel free to step out from behind their mask. And what you Absolutely. actually get is this amazing exchange. But as long as we're all hiding, yeah. then what we interact with each other with is our hiding facade, you know, like. Well, it's a false falseness, right? Yeah, you know, right. And, and as much as you're trying, like, I mean, I have to say that probably authenticity is one of my highest mm -hmm. values. Mm -hmm. um, I, I thought I was rocking it, you know? Um, and I didn't really realize what truly um, being authentic meant until I was able to kind of like remove the things that weren't authentic for me, you know, and, and really start creating the life that I wanted for myself and what it meant. And no, definitely saying no was a huge part of that. No yeah. to a lot of things that were not filling me up and that were depleting my energy and um, just not good for me. So do you ever feel like, uh, I don't, I, I'm sort of a visionary person. Um, mm -hmm. Do you feel like these sensitive souls um, have, uh, want a sense of purpose? Like, a, this is what my life is for? That Sometimes that sounds like a visionary thing to me, but do you feel like, I, it, it's also a human thing. So I think like yeah. there's, everybody wants a sense of purpose. Do you feel like 
they, before transformation, before this kind of change, they're living in a place that doesn't feel like it has purpose and maybe on the other side they do or? Yeah, yeah, definitely I've seen that um, in them because I mean, there's a sense of almost hopelessness, right? Mm. When, you're, when you're not living your best life for you, you know? Yeah. And so yeah, they, they are able to, um, yeah, just, I, I don't know how to even explain it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they, I, I, w- I would say definitely the, that everybody is looking for their purpose in life and yeah. what, what is it that they're here to do, mm-hmm. for, you know, and whatever that is, um, feel fulfilled in it. Right. And yeah. if you're kind of just trying to fit into what the mold of the world tells you to be, then you're yeah. not living it. Like for me personally, Chris, I believe everyone's true pur- purpose is being themselves. Mm. Like, and if yeah. you, if you're not being yourself and you're not being true to yourself, mm-hmm. you know, um, then it's really hard to be in your purpose. Right. So, yeah. I, yeah. I think the world is waking up right now to that. I think yeah. um, it's been really cool to see that like, if you look, I think on Google, there's some way to look at words that have been trend, like the, the trend of a word oh, over okay. the course of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used that tool years ago, but uh, I think authenticity would be one of those words where if you looked Absolutely. at how much it's used in blog posts or diff- on the, on the internet, like it's, it's hockey sticked its way up in use usage. Uh, to me, that's an indicator of humanity waking up. Like we're yeah. looking and hungry for, realness and an authentic exchange and who am I really and what do I want and what's my purpose and absolutely I think the work that you're doing couldn't come at a better time in terms of helping especially this group of people right especially sensitive souls if you listening to this have like heard yourself in this conversation where you've felt shy ashamed you feel like you take on other people's energy uh, you don't know why you feel like you're always helping um, fixing uh, you know that to me would be that you're aware of that is an indication that you're that you're starting to wake up to wanting something else and more for yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, this is the kind of work you do with people. When people come work with you and your horses, you this is the kind of thing you walk them through. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's about removing all the masks and the stories and the beliefs yeah. that are keeping them from being authentic and, and true to themselves. And on the other side of that, really stepping in, I'm, I'm guessing, stepping into purpose, stepping into power. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So good. Well, I love the work you're up to. And I love this tribe because I feel like the world is ready for healers, um, sensitive souls. Like the world is ready for that energy. We've been so much the other side of that for so many years, hundreds and hundreds of years that I think that we're in a rebirth right now and ready for Right. I agree. I agree. Right and I you. think that's why there's a lot of stirring for empaths and healers and, and mm-hmm. sensitive souls right now because mm, well they, said, know, yeah. they know it's the time, you know, and and yeah. they gotta step out and be seen, I guess, at yeah. some point, or you know, whatever that is for them, you know, step into their purpose. Um, so good. I love it. Well, if you all listening to this want to step into your purpose um and just step into, you know, feeling confident and um uh complete, whole with yourself and who you are. Um, you can reach out to Chantel. Chantel, how do people reach out to you, learn about your programs or connect with you? All right. Well, I have a website. Um, so it's equinereflection.com. Um, 
you can call me. I mean, I love to actually have real connection with people. Yeah. I think people are so scared to call, like somebody's going to reach out from the other end of the line and, you know, force right. them to do something they're not ready for. That's not yeah. who I am. Mm. You know, it's about honoring people and, and um, whether they're, you know, wanting to work in this way. Um, so my number is 780-293-4866. Um, they can call me. Um, and yeah, my, all my information is on the website. So, yeah. you know, they can call, email, whatever. Really I'm on Facebook, those Perfect. things. So, yeah. So good. Awesome. Chantel, thanks so much for your time. I love the work you're doing and um, it's, been, it's been a pleasure. Thanks, Chris. I appreciate it.